Hello and welcome to Soul Led Living, a podcast dedicated to helping you live your soul's true path so you can create the dream life you know you are meant to live. I'm Nikki Novo, your spiritual mentor, a fiery Latina, mom of three, and an advocate for living soul-led. You're here because you're meant to be here, so let's do this. Hello and welcome to another episode of Soul Led Living Podcast, Business Edition. I'm your host, Nikki Novo. Friends, I did not expect the feedback that I got from this business podcast. I feel like I put out a glass of water and had no idea how thirsty people were for this glass of water. Um... Wow, I have been getting so much feedback about the business episode, you guys. Um, it seems like so many of you have been dying to have these conversations. And I'm always up for a business combo because I always say, you know, I love spirituality. I love um, the readings and the work that I do, but I equally love business. And I think that that's been part of my success that I've always had a love for business even before I like knew how to call it that. So I'm always up for the conversation. So I'm really grateful that you guys are enjoying these. Well, it was just one show, so hopefully I don't disappoint, but <laughs> um, that you've been show- enjoying these episodes and I look forward to having more convos with you. And actually... Today is going to be a, kind of just like a friendly conversation about what I'm doing differently in my business this year. And I'm sharing that because I have a lot of friends that are in business, some in my same space and some in totally different spaces. And these are the conversations that we have. And I feel like sometimes depending on maybe where you are in the world or kind of what your community is like, some of us don't have friends to have these conversations with. So I was hoping that I could be that friend with you today. And the idea is that I usually like sit around with my friends and be like, oh, this is what I'm doing this year. And then I hear what they're doing this year in their business. And I get ideas from that and we share resources and all that kind of stuff. So if you don't have that, highly recommend you manifest that into your life. But in the meantime, we can be those friends. So I guess just one-sided, but let's at least get started that way. Uh, so what am I doing differently this year? I've, I, I think about that every year. I've been in business now for 12 years. And before those 12 years, I was actually, I was a fashion and beauty editor, but I was always a freelancer because fashion and beauty editing um, and writing, just nobody's going to live off that salary. It's like for like rich people, I swear, in that job. So I always had to take on extra jobs uh, to pay my rent and all that stuff. So I was always a freelancer. And that in itself was like a little business, you know? So if there's one thing I know how to do is make money, I feel like that is the immigrant in me. Uh, My father taught me that for sure. And the people in my, I feel like that's a lineage gift. Like I was gifted that. I don't have fear about money because I feel like I will always know how to make it. And it started when I was young, when I was, you know, being a freelancer while working a full-time job. So been in business for a while. And every year I try to ask myself, 
how can I do better? Or like what worked and what didn't work? Or like what did I love? What am I bored of? Uh, really reflect rather than necessarily goals. I'm kind of looking at uh, what do I want to lean into more and what do I want to get rid of and maybe what do I want to add? Because I don't, I I don't know, goals to me is not always a thing. I Because what I've learned in being in business for so long I feel like there's seasons, you know, like for example, I'm just coming off of a season the last few years where I, where I was doing no content. Uh, I, I was actually building programs. I was working on doing a lot of readings and I didn't, I didn't find that the content was important, which I know people are like, oh, you have to make content to make money. Like not true. Number one. Um, but then there was years before that, that I was really focused on content. And then I stopped doing content to focus on like the services and the things that I was doing. And I don't think that I'm switch, I'm not switching from those things because I'm trying to be like, oh, now this is the thing that's going to get me there. I'm switching from them because it's like the season of that. Um, and they, I always feel like you get good at one thing and then you can add more to what you're already good at. So I feel like I'm at a place where my offerings and my programs are really solid and I'm proud of them. So now I can move on to the next thing, uh, which for me this year is growth, but I like to look at, yeah, like what was working, what's not. And I want to share some of those things with you. So one of the big things that I noticed from my last few years to this, like I said, I was focusing on products and services and making them better, tweaking them. I have this signature program, it's called Soul Reading Method, and it changed my life. Like, um, I guess this was about four years ago. Uh, I was just doing one-on-one clients and some coaching clients, and all of a sudden people started to ask me to teach them intuition development, and there were so many people coming at the same time that I was like, well, let's do a group, and I had my first group, I think it was like 20 people, and I jumped from, you know, making $5,000 a month to making almost 20. I was like, whoa, like all in one month. And it was crazy. I couldn't believe it. And I worked on that program and tweaked it for many years. So actually I ran it, I want to say five times before I actually um, branded it as Soul Reading Method. So it was actually called Soul Teacher at first. And I was just tweaking with it. I was learning to be a teacher myself. I was learning all my codependency problems with my clients. I was going through all these things and it took me a long time to tweak it. And that was the season I was in the last few years. Um, just making really good programs. I did that the same with like some other stuff. I, you know, I wrote a book. So I was like making the offerings. So now I'm proud of all those things. And now what I'm really looking for is to just grow the audience and sell more of them. Just like expand, you know, I have a good product. So how can I get it out to more people is really what I'm looking at. So growth is definitely what I'm looking at. But one thing I noticed last year was because I wasn't consistent with content, I would introduce these new offerings and I would sell them, but they were like hard to sell because I haven't, I hadn't been warming up the client. Like I hadn't been talking to them about, you know, business or talking to them about intuition for months before I released this thing. Cause you know, soul reading method is $2,000 and all of a sudden you're out of nowhere. I'm like, Hey, I have this program. It's $2,000. You got to sign up within two weeks, two weeks. And like convincing somebody to give you $2,000 like is a lot, you know? So it was, 
I, I was able to hit my goals, but at the same time, I felt like it was hard to hold people's hands through that decision. And I, I want to make it easier for people and I want to make it easier for myself. So I told myself that one big thing I'm going to be doing this year is regular content, hence the podcast. And I just, the things, now that I have my products and I know them and I love them and they're laid out on my promotional calendar. So I have like the whole year laid out of like what I'm going to be launching and selling and all that. I can make regular content that speaks to that person so that when I do come out with those offerings, it's a little bit of an easier sell or like the person feels like, yeah, I've been, I've been on this journey with Nikki for nine months. I feel ready to move into this thing. And that's the point of content, really. It's to help the person know about the topic you're talking about and almost like making it easier for them to actually purchase whatever it is that you're selling. So you're going to see a lot of new content from me. That's why we're doing the podcast. And um, I had started doing regular reels last year and I'm going to continue that and then just continuing my email. So just really focusing on content this time. Now, it's been a little bit difficult because I am not an influencer. So meaning like my business model is not based on content where a lot of influencers, their content is actually like their, their service. It's their offering. It's what they do. Um, so for example, like some of my friends, their podcast is like how they make money. For me, my podcast is a piece of content that introduces people to me and to the work that I do. And ultimately, hopefully, you know, one day they'll want to engage and, and buy something with me, whether it's a reading um, or one of my programs. So it's so content in my business is more as a marketing tool rather than the actual product. And that is tricky because content takes a lot of time. And um, I actually am a practitioner at the end of the day, right? Like I am doing readings during the day. I am teaching during the day. I am coaching during the day. So adding content is almost like in a way, sometimes it feels like almost adding a whole new business. And that's been a little hard for me because I have to like change my mindset because like I said, the last few years has really been about servicing those clients, like making a good product, you know, doing readings, all that. And I was like, that's all that's important. That's all I need to do. Like just really be good at this. I became good at that. And now I need to expand. So I'm kind of holding two balls in the air. I did that. Um, I've, I'm doing that by splitting my day. I'm a really big, big on time blocking. So I do the mornings. I'm much more creative. So I've blocked out my mornings to make content. And then the afternoons is when I do some readings or um, hold the spots for my coaching clients and teach. So yeah, it's a different, um, it's a different um, pace. Uh, and I don't, I don't feel like a pro at it yet. I'm still figuring it out, but we, but I, I do feel like at the end of the year, I'm going to be so happy that it's easy to sell the things that I'm offering, you know, like, um, cause it's the worst. Like you want to create something like, oh, I want to create a book or I like, I'm so passionate about creating this program and then nobody joins. Like that's not fun. <laughs> so I, want to, I'm doing this harder work of making content and like getting that muscle going so that I can make it easy on myself and for others when I do release things that I'm passionate about. So that's one big change. Um, another change too, is I'm, I'm changing the way I've organized. So before I, I just, 
I, I didn't know how to do this, but I was organizing like by quarter. Like I had an idea of like what I was going to come out with, but this year I decided to map out the whole year and really stick to that, which is always a scary thing to do. But I started doing it last year. I usually do not, the things that I change, I usually try to do them a few months before the new year so that I can feel like I'm already already doing good at it. You know, I like to be ahead. (laughs) So I've been doing it for a little bit. I have this really cool promotional calendar that I um, created with my business coach, Natalia. And it basically just lays out everything that is going to be happening this year and what I'm promoting. So it could even be things that are for free. Um, for example, like I have friends that I want to promote some of their offerings, but I don't always have space for it. So I laid it out on my calendar and I just have to open that calendar and I know what I'm going to be talking about, what I'm sending content about. Um, so really focusing on getting organized so that I can do more and I don't feel like things are at, like the last minute. I'm still trying to figure out how to be reminded of my content task right now the way that I'm getting things done is my social media manager Sophia has to harass me basically to make sure that I'm getting her my content and Kat my assistant is constantly sending me slack messages to make sure I'm getting things done I don't I I I actually don't have a problem with it because it helps me get things done but I do feel like I'm failing because I'm being reminded it's almost like like I'm not paying a bill on time, you know? So I'm trying to figure out how I can be better at my task. That's one goal that I have for myself. One thing I do know, I, I think the always the way to do that is like you got to find, like when you want yourself to do the next thing and introduce like a new habit, which I'm introducing these new habits of making content, you always have to look, I always tell myself like, there's two of me. There's the manager me and then there's the talent me. And the talent me is the one that needs to get these tasks done and she's being a diva and she can't get it. She can't get it together. So I always, as a manager, I'm like, okay, how can we motivate Nikki? Like what motivates her? Like what, how does she, she obviously gets a lot done. So how, what makes her get some things done and not the other things done? So I'm always asking myself that. And one of the things that I know about myself is that I really respect my calendar. I use, um, you know, Google calendar because I have my clients there and I have like my teaching slots there. And I really respect that. Like if you're on my calendar, like I am going to see you, I'm going to talk to you. So I started adding my tasks to my calendar and that has been helpful. So I block my time out and I say, okay, like this is the time that you're going to record podcast. And that has been helpful because I respect the calendar. So I'm just adding this new, um, habit to a habit that I are, that is already working, if that makes sense. So it's, organization is on my mind. I also, the next thing I was thinking I can share like what I'm spending money on. Cause I think that's always important as a business. You always have limited resources and I, I think there's seasons for that. Like sometimes I think there's seasons for like needing consultants, like people that expand you, that introduce you to new ideas, um, you know, like just new ways of thinking And then I think there's also seasons for sometimes like you get all that expansion and at some point you're like, okay, now I want to spend money on people that are actually going to do these things for me. Uh, The doers, right? Like I don't need to be consulted anymore. I need to like have doers. So I'm always playing with that. And that's always shifting. I feel like every year that shifts a little bit. Like sometimes you 
have plateaued with all the people that have been working for you and have been doing things for you and you need somebody with a bigger like bigger clients bigger thought process that can expand you um, so that you can then give better tasks to the people that work for you so that's kind of constantly shifting i brought somebody in last year um natalia who works who's amazing and works with like really big clients and she has expanded me in a very big way and i and she's my consultant so i'm just coaching with her but she gives me all these new ideas and perspectives because she's working with such big clients that um, I can now dictate my team better, if that makes sense. And I needed that because I didn't have any outside expertise for a long time. And um, I think there's a difference between an expert and a doer, for sure. And I needed, I had a lot of people like doing things for me, but I needed some like experts in the space and um, so I, I'm spending money on that right now and I'm spending money on content. So spending money on somebody to help me with social media and somebody to basically like help me stay account accountable. So those are the things that my investment is going to, usually your money is going to people and it, and it should, because they're the ones that are going to help you expand. I also thought it might be helpful to talk about the energy that I'm calling in. So also every year I kind of think about, well, what you know, what shifts do I want to make? Like what, uh, you know, who was I last year and who do I want to be this year? Right. I'm constantly changing that identity and that energy. So I've been in a very like practitioner, uh, kind of space reader doing all that, um, teacher for sure. And now I'm expanding into it's, I almost am embarrassed to say this, you guys, cause I obviously do not feel comfortable with, uh, the identity, but I'm expanding into star. You know, I'm really trying to um, put myself on stage. I Benny built me this new office and, and I have um, my friend Giselle, who's an amazing interior designer designing the space because, and I told her, you know, and I told Benny when he was building this, like, this is going to be my studio. Like I want to have a studio because I'm trying to take my place as the star. And I don't even know what that means. I feel so uncomfortable. The little cancer in me is like, ah, but the Leo in me is like, yes, uh, the Leo rising in me. So, um, I call that energy and I don't know if I'll accomplish that energy all in one year, but it's like the energy that I'm trying to follow. And I don't force that energy. Um, I was really happy, like for a long time being the practitioner and the teacher, like that was the energy that was calling me. And I, and I almost I'm scared to leave it, honestly, to be honest with you, but I do feel into like the next energy that's calling me. And it almost feels like a pair of shoes that I don't fit into, but I want to, and I know that they're, they're calling me. So I'm, so I always pay attention to the energy that is calling me, even if it does not feel like I fit into it. And I do my best to act as if I fit into it so that I can grow into it. And one day, I'm, guess what? I'm going to outgrow that too and I'll move to the next energy. And lastly, I want to talk to you about the new business I'm getting into. So I've always done business with my husband. We, uh, When I met him, he, was, he had a really small little tree business. He's an arborist and it was very like mom and pops, rinky-dinky. And I was like... I can do something with this. <laughs> I had been trained by really big companies. You know, I come from, I worked at for Condé Nast and MSN and Fox Searchlight and Lionsgate and all these big companies. So I had a lot of media, I had a lot of digital 
uh, training and his, let's say that his business was like not digital at all. And I was like, I can make this into something. So that was like our first uh, business together. And we did really well. We, we made it like a multi-million dollar business. It was unhealthy the way that we were working at it, but we learned a lot and we stopped that business. Benny's taken some time off. And then I really, uh, we invested into my business and we did that by him actually helping with the children so that I could work more. And that has done well. And now we are ready to work again together, which is a little scary because there's a lot of trauma from like the time that, you know, a lot of Benny's addictions uh, were connected to his work. He was definitely a workaholic. And a lot of the things that the substances he was abusing was so that he could work more. So it's scary, but he's been sober for, I guess, over three years now. And he's doing fantastic. And it's actually such a good sign that he's ready to work again and he's passionate and it's not draining and it's not stressful. It's like, makes me want to cry thinking about like how beautiful it is to see him be excited again. I do get annoyed because sometimes I'm like, why can't this guy like do business without me? But he just says that I'm like for her, he like, you know, he manipulates me and he's like, you know, you're just my forever partner. Like I need you. Um, and it's good for me because I have learned so much about business by working with Benny. Benny was an entrepreneur way before I was. He's older than I am. Um, and he's a really good entrepreneur. And it's good for me to actually work for other businesses that have nothing to do with me as the brand. Because when you're running your own business and like you are the brand, you just get these weird blocks. Like if I told you right now to like come up ideas for my business, you would give me a bunch. But if I told you, hey, what's going on with your business, you would freeze, you know? It's just this weird thing. So I know that it is time to to do other things as well. And the cool thing is that my, my business has been doing so well for the last few years that I've been investing the money that I make into other stuff, which is like, makes me feel like a big girl. So, um, I've been investing actually in Benny and in his ideas and in real estate. Cause Benny has always made money in real estate. He's really good at it. And, um, cause it's, it's a long story. We'll, we'll have him on the show one day to talk about it, but he is now developing a piece of our land and putting, um, single family homes on a part of our land because you know there's such a need for homes all over the u.s and especially in our area so um so yeah i'm doing that with him which is a little scary because it's a different dynamic like i'm not really the boss um i because benny knows more than i do and i'm more kind of take the role of like the the assistant or the back this like the second hand um which is, is a change for me, especially I'm like trying to be the star, you know, and then like doing this, but I do know that I'm interested in wealth creation and the way Benny and I work is that I'm very good at making like the everyday money. I, I maintain the house and Benny is just really good at making like large chunks of money. Uh, he might not make it consistently, but man, that guy, what a bastard. Like I always get mad at him when he just like shows up with like random big checks. I'm like, motherfucker, can I say that on this podcast? I guess so. It's my podcast, right? So, um, so, uh, I know like my, I feel I'm 41 now and I do feel like 40 to 50 is like the, like the decade of wealth. So I am going outside of my comfort zone to do something that feels a little bit riskier, but it's really not because, I mean, we both had the experience and that's all good. Uh, but yeah, we're doing things like building these homes and, you know, it's like 
getting loans, uh, you know, in different ways and, and building and it's just stuff I don't know, but I'm really good at business. So I know I'll figure it out. And, uh, I'm excited to see like the money that I am making here to be able to put it to like bigger use because sometimes like you start making money in your business and like you almost like don't know what to do with it and how to multiply it. So I'm in that place of, okay, I'm making this money. Let's multiply it a bit. And, um, so that's why I'm venturing off and I'll definitely share that journey with you guys as I do it. So that's what I'm doing this year in my business. Uh, just off the top of my head, I'm sure there will be other things, but these are like my main focuses. And I'm looking forward to a, to a good year. And man, does it feel good after so many years of working on your business guys? I don't know where you are in your business, but those first few years are hard, you know, when, when you're grinding and over the last few years, we've made some hard decisions that have given us more security and has what allowed, what has allowed the business to work and, I would say it does feel good to be here. So keep going. And that vision that you have that it's like supposed to be a little bit easier. I mean, it's still hard. I work a lot, but, um, I'm looking forward to all of you having like that security that I know, you know, exist. It just sometimes doesn't happen the first few years. You know, you just gotta, you gotta keep going, um, and be smart about it and enjoy business just as much as you enjoy your craft. You know, business is very creative and it can be really fun and you want to just be curious about it. And, um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what this year looks like for you and for us. And I hope this episode was helpful. It would be very helpful for me if you reach out to me and let me know what you got, because I still need a little bit of feedback to keep going, if that makes sense, to keep making content. So I would appreciate that. And if you can subscribe, if you can share with a friend, um, I could use all of that to keep this engine going. (laughs) So, all right, guys, love you so much. I'll see you next week. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I love you guys so much. If you have a sec, I would so appreciate it if you would leave me a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Those reviews are so helpful. And if you're ready to start living your soul-led life, Pick up my latest book, Soul Led Living, available on Amazon. Until next time, love you much.